about Gemara, we are up to the Flamid Amad Aleph and Sech the Kedushin. We are learning about the different mitzvahs that devolve on the father versus the mother. And we are up to now the mitzvah of Talmud Teda, that a father has to teach his son Teda. So the Gemara wants to know how far do we go? We're about seven lines from the top of the page. How far do you have to go to teach your son Teda? Now, the question can be twofold. How many generations do you have to teach? And what part of the Teda do you have to teach? Take, for example, Zvulun, the son of Don. So there's two parts here. First of all, it's the grandfather, the Zayda, who taught him Mikra, Mishnah, Talmud, Halachas, Vagodis. Left nothing out. <coughs> taught everything. <coughs> Mason has a question. It says clearly, before we get to talk about how many generations, it says clearly, if you taught him Chumish, a Melamde Mishnah, you no longer have a Chiv teaching Mishnah. And what's Robert adding that we wouldn't have known for the Bryce? So Rashi says here, what do you mean, Mikra Zutayda? You don't have to teach Nevi'im Uksuvim. That is why it says that in Yeshivas, they don't learn Nevi'im Uksuvim. The Mi'kmach like Yashem, exactly what it means here. Does it mean that your father has no chief to teach all these other things? Or it means that, you, some say it means you have to hire a Malamed if you cannot do it yourself. You don't have to hire a Malamed and pay to teach these other things. Others say it's talking about the early days, first you start with Taylor, and then only later on. So we also had in Gemara Brachas of Chesam Abayz there when Rabbi Yechon and Ben Zakai ben Zak, said his last advice. He says, Imana, you should avoid Min Hayigoyin. And Rashi says there from learning Vim Uksuvim. As the Nadi Buddha writes about Rikhas and Slach, and the Vim is very dangerous because that's what the Reform Movement used to use to be able to, to, to lead people to go astray from Yiddishkeit. Like, you ask all kinds of questions about Dovin Mel's behavior, Shol Mel's behavior, and Shleiman, and so on and so forth. Anyway, so uh, so we see clearly all you have to do is teach Chumash. We're about 12 lines on top of the page. So you says, Kiz Vulim ben Don, Velaik Kiz Vulim Like Zulim, not exactly. Kiz Vulim ben Don, Shalom do Avi Aviv. What we're learning from Zulim ben Don is not what to teach, but how far. The grand, there's a mitzvah on the grandfather to teach his grandson. Like Kiz Vulim ben Don, but not like Zulim ben Don exactly. Mikra, Mishnah, Talmud, Halachas, Vagodis. Teach him everything. What's the the onus is the mitzvah is the teaching. Uh, you tell me a grandfather also has a mitzvah to teach the grandchildren. But Tanya, didn't we learn your sons and not your grandsons? Even though before yesterday we used the sons like your daughters, we can learn both from the same word. What do we do with the Pasuk, which we say, and some people say it in the sixth memory, you should tell you should reveal to your son, to your grandson. That means something else. If you teach your son, you be taught forevermore. Why? Because your son has a mitzvah to teach his son, and his son has a mitzvah to teach his son, so, and, and, and they all started from you, because you taught your son, and your son then passes on to his son. So therefore, as if you taught all the three generations, but the obligation of teaching only reply, only applies to the first generation. So, so that's what that's the opinion. You have no mitzvah to teach your grandchildren. It follows the following time. The time we learned. There's another opinion that says, no, clearly there's a mitzvah to the grandparents. The, the grandfather teaches the grandson. You see today in school fees, a lot of people cannot afford school fees. It's the grandfather who pays the school fees. And they think the grandfather is a tzaddik, but according to one opinion, the halach is that he, he has to pay for it as well. I'll pay halach, and that, no, nothing noble about it. <clears throat> 
Ainly Ella Benechem. All we know is your sons. Bene Benechem, Nine Haino, you have a teacher grandson. And the Machlech is a Paschim, we say grandson. Does it stop a grandson or does it go to great grandson as well? Nobody goes further than great grandson. You see, his opinion clearly that So we have a machlekes whether there's a mitzvah or not. You know that every every um, if you teach your grandson trade as if you're a kabbal hasinai. Shemet says, "By daitum levanecha, we leave nevanecha." You told your grandson, but some mechlein. Next part says, "Yei ma'ashe asher matzav nevanecha mechlein." Today you stood before Hasinai. So if you teach your son Taylor, no, it's not like you're standing Hasinai. You teach your grandson Taylor. Why? Every word that we have in Yiddish for son, daughter comes from another language. Zoom, tochter, except Enikol. Where does Enikol come from? I want to a beautiful word. Enoch comes from as follows. It says by the snare, when Moshe Rabbeinu went to the snare, he saw this fire and he saw that the fire was not consuming the, the bush. So he said, like this, you have a child and you teach him Taylor. Do you know if you were successful or not? But when the grand, when his children continue in the same path, that means you were successful with your child. So and what's that? Enoch. That the fire of Taita, aged Dosalama, continues now on because you were finally, now you know you were successful with your own children because they taught it to the, the next generation. That's where Anical comes from. Not mine. Not mine, but I heard it. <laughs> anyway, it's a good word. You can say that at a birthday. It's true. It's no good word. And that's why, I'm just associating, that's why Dafkim Harsinai is by the grandchild, not by the child. But then you know that you uh, did what you had to do. You were successful. Instead of putting the normal, beautiful hat on his head, he put a shmata. Like sometimes you have no hat. You put a napkin on your head or something. The commander was bringing his son to show to Yeshiva. What's the rush? You could have waited a few minutes to find your hat. Is that so small by you? You should teach your son. And it says, Interesting, before we said grandson, and here he's using it for his son. So, because um, really it's all about even your children. But we were saying before, that's when it's verified. Uh, from then on in, after you hear that story, he wouldn't eat his piece of meat. Not only he taught his son for that day, but he also hazard with him. And only then he sat down and he had his uh, flesh. So you see, for breakfast, they established tickle flesh. Remember, Nachman said he didn't till he ate the bisser, the tuna. No, no, to bisser, the tuna. He said, no, 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 steak. Not a little piece of a strip or something. Also, he wouldn't eat until he brought his kid to show the yeshiva to learn. It should A person should divide his years. First third is in Chumash, next third in Mishnah, next third is in Gemara. How do you know how long you're going to live that you can divide your life into three parts? For days. You divide the day. So Rashi says here, that's a fascinating Rashi because you can see clearly from here, Rashi was a chassid. Rashi says, May you divide the days of the week. Two days, Chumash, two days, Mishnah, two days, Talmud. Rashi forgot to say, What about Shabbos? Obviously, Shabbos is a chassid. So during the week, you, 
So one of the Rishonim says on Shabbos, Yechazah. It doesn't say that anywhere. Yechazah, what you learn during the week. So it's clear that Shabbos is left for davening, learning Primis HaTayda, and so on. Teisha doesn't like it. Teisha says, how do you know how long you live in the week? Same problem. So he learns every day you have to learn a third, a third, a third. The Gemara Bar said that you have to spend more time learning Gemara than anything else. So they try to reconcile that. So some say a third, a third, a third doesn't mean literally in time. Doesn't mean in time. It means you should you should oh. learn you should learn a third you should divide it into three parts. But obviously, Gemara you spend more time than anything else. How do you do a third? So, so therefore, the main time says, and this is interesting because we, in davening in the morning we say Kabbanus, which is Tater, we say Eizim Akrim, which is Mishnais, and say Bishmolim, which is the Brisa, and the Brisa counts for Gemara, not for Mishnah, which is interesting. Um, the Rabbein Tam says you should, it means learn Gemara Bavli, not Yerushalmi Bavli, because Bavli has Bavli Mahakol. Bavli has in the has in the Tanakh, it has in its Mishnais, has in Gemara, has everything. So therefore, it means learn Pasha Gemara, Pasha learn Gemara. Gemara a new thing. The first people were called the Amarim were called Safe Encounters. They said, Count all the letters of Tay. They were such experts. Even though we had a more Abu Dazar that says that Amarim didn't really know Chumash. And Taisha says clearly that Kufidal and Tal Page Amarim they didn't know Chumash. We had more Babakama. They didn't even know Asesha Dibris. But nevertheless, most of them counted the letters. Is exactly the midpoint of the Sefer Tater. Question whether it's the first half, the second half, just the middle. Darish, Darish, the words Darish, Darish, by Ba'aran Mani, by Pasha Shmini, they were they threw away because uh, because of the, they pa- passed away his children, they didn't eat the carbon. It says Darish, Darish, Moshe, Moshe, Darshan. Now, why you have two words there? Because possibly one word is from the first half and one word is the second half. Then the Vizgalach is a big gimel there, Shopsukim. That's the middle of the of uh, the Psukim, Pasha Tazria. And and the middle of the Psukim. Yechasimenu Chazim Yor by Tilim. It says Chazimenu Chazim Yor. Ayin, the Yor, the Ayin, the word Yor forest is Chazim, right in the middle of Tilim. Wurachum Yechaparov in the end of Perekain. Hey, Chazim the Psukim, half the Psukim. Boy Rabbi Yasef, Vov the Gochen, Mahagisa, Mahagisa, Vov the word Gochen, which side is it? Before you want to know, then they have an answer. Maybe it's right in the middle. Amalei Nesiv Tayim News. Habayi says, "Let's take a Sefer Torah and count." There's another debate somewhere about something which actually doesn't know what, and they counted the letters. They knew the letters which are missing. I'm missing. The Shagas Ari uses this to say why today there's no mitzvah of writing a Sefer Torah because we're not Boki Bechasav Yatim. And it's big machlekes in the Poskim that above that we that doesn't make a difference. In Pshat, if it's missing, is it possible to pass the Sabatari or not? Big much like this, whether letters that are missing, if it doesn't make a difference in Pshat, silent letters, whether it makes a difference or not. Talking about silent letters, about Shanto says a beautiful word. Why does the word chait, ches, tes, aleph, have an aleph at the end and silent? Why have an aleph at all if it's silent? She says two Pshat. One he says is to tell you. You know why this person is a chaita? Aleph is a lufishalom, the abishta. You know why he's, he's a chaita? Because the aleph is by him the least important of this whole of everything. And it's, and even there, it's silent. It has no impact on his life. And a deeper level, I want to say that uh, even though Russia, why are they doing an Aveda? The abish is there with him. Like it says in Lech Chasicha, the Rebbe, there, you know, that, that the, the kayach, who gave you the kayach, which has my do the Aveda, the abishta. And ultimately, in order to be true and to reach a higher madrega. It's interesting to say about that because. 
Yeah, except Al Tareb doesn't doesn't uh, bring that down. Al Tareb brings other reasons down because of davening and it's being up in Allah after you the second day of Shona in the afternoon. Yeah, exactly. The second day of Shona after after you finish davening, are you allowed to have nuts then? If it's kikun day, why not? And that's those are all yilaku, and those are say because of chet and nochma. If chet, maybe the entire says mechumi shouldn't have, which are many who don't. But if we follow the Altarebbe, it's only it's only Rosh Hashanah, and that's it. Nothing to do with Sesame Chuba, nothing to do with afternoon, after you finish, and so on. <laughs> You're worried about the nuts. Now, the question is, is also your toy. 17 is toy. So, how do you know you decide to go for, to say that it goes after the maybe it goes after the toy? And Isha does. Pesach is dafka, we eat nuts. And the charis is, we play with nuts. But it only works if you leave out the, the I know, because it's silent. I'm saying, so why in Pesach we make a big deal out of nuts? So says the Siddur Shaswarim, that Anar Yashana, when you're about Shubha, you have to, that Ramam says you have to go to the other extreme. Even a possibility to Ravadi, you got to keep away from. So you don't eat nuts. On Pesach, we're Tzadikim, the Madrig of Tzadikim. Everything's just, so therefore... <laughs> Good question, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it another time. Thank you, Rabbi. Rabbi Yisif, he's Galaf Magis and Magis. Same question, by his Galaf. Which side is it? Okay, we don't know the letters, but let's count the Tzukim. This person that we have as one, and it's all the heaven has three. It's a long pasuk. They have as three. Based on that, Mefarshim want to say that with this we say that you know we hang more brachas. Any pasuk that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't say, we're not allowed to split it up. So like Kiddush Friday night, big question: How do we start game Ashishi? So other stuff that he added. How does that help us still in the middle of a pasuk and so on? Um, they want to say that maybe the whole thing doesn't apply because we don't know how much Rabbeinu said the Pasuk. Here's one example. Who knows how many more examples there are? So I'm going to be There's 5,888 Pasukim in the Sevetator, which is a little bit hard to understand. You just said we don't know. We don't know the Pasukim. So he's saying, unless he's saying the way we have the Pasukim, this is what it is. Yes, I'll try to eight more. Somebody ask a question, do not hesitate. Even though we look at Matthias, a lot of lives, somebody asks you, you that's you don't want to show off. But if a guy wants to know Pshat, of course he can. But tell me, tell him, tell him straight away. And it says, Tell wisdom, you like my sister. Just like I know that you're not allowed to live with your sister, I know this trader as well. That's how clear it should be. It says, and we'll go further. It says, Tie them around your finger. You should write them on your heart. Nobody should really have them visible. It says, Like arrows in the hand of Giba. That's how you should raise, raise your children. So we're going to pay them to arrows. We're going to learn how you know you have to make it, them sharp. It says, The arrows of a Giba are sharp. It says, Your arrows are sharp. And this is this way you'll destroy your enemy. That filled up your, uh, what's that called when you, you place you put all the arrows in? Quiver. You fill your quiver with uh, arrows. Don't be embarrassed. When you talk to enemies in the, in the gate. 
So therefore, we see that what well, that's the Indian, and we, we compare. We bring all the sukkah to, to demonstrate that your children, you have to teach them, make them sharp and smart, and be quick on their feet. My as even are the enemies in the gate. A father and a son when they're learning. Learn together. I remember my father used to have me every Shabbos when I came back from Shiva. Oh, we used to argue. And uh, in, in, in the in the or whatever, that's that's how it should be. But the ain't no zazim it's all over. come best of friends. But says the yamsuf over there says over there. There's a story of the yamsuf there with the, the river there. But um, the end they became became our best friends. Again, more tiniest there in the beginning. When they get all when you go into base of meadows, you can hear people shouting, shouting each other. You can think they're about to you know throw each other next, but really. The Tayda gets them all excited. Second one first, Deuteronomy 11, Samtem, the Tayda you should place. What do you mean, Samtem? Samtam. It's the best medicine. Nimsu Tayda Kilam Chaim. Tayda is just like medicine. Marshall, Adam, Sheik, is Benay Makik Daila. You hit your son. Vinich, let it tea on my cost, and then you give him a band aid. Vamalai, Beni, my son. Kos, man, Shartiz on the cost, as long as you have his band aid on your wound. Achim, Masha, Noscha, eat whatever you want. Ushte, Masha, Noscha, drink whatever you want. But a chaiz, Ben Bacham, Mitzrayna, you're protected. You take care of. You can do live your life as normal. And the interesting what Rashi says here, even honey and sweet things, because honey, Rashi says, if you have a wound, honey exacerbates it. Why would that be? Rashi says the whole meaning of the sikh Sweet things are bad for wounds. I wonder if you can make some kind of a drush here why you're trying to eat sweet things. <clears throat> to show that we're that they're, they're asking that they're asking that we should have no movement. Maybe. So, and, but that's an outside. That's on the surface. Don't worry. Don't take it. But if you add to Mavid, if you remove the this goes, what's going to happen? You can have all kinds of problems. If you are good to eat, then you will be lifted above. Nothing will bother you. If you're not learning trade, you give it over. It says, Le Pesach Chatos Ravens. And not only that, but your whole life of dealing will be with a Torah. Now it says, He wants you, desires you. It's up to you. But if you want, you can control yourself. So here it says, You can control the Yetzirah. According to this, somebody learned. Then another Brayzer says, Koshi Yetzirah is so difficult. Even the Abish himself concedes. This is bad. You know, it says, He says himself, the Yetzirah pulls you away. The Rebbe Bafarang once said, when a person does not bear and feels guilty, it's not the shot that suddenly Yetzirah came to the fore and, you know, makes you feel guilty. No, it's the Yetzirah saying, why did you listen to me? And the Yetzirah has a job to do. And unfortunately, he's very good at his job. And he's saying, why, why are you listening to me? Exactly. The Yetzirah gets stronger every day. She never says, reinvigorate yourself. Bad every day. says wants to put you to death. She never says The Russian we said before is waiting for the tzaddik. waiting for his vulnerabilities, looking for his vulnerabilities so that he can strike him down. The previous price it says you can control it. Here he's saying that you can't. 
here it's talking about already that you allow the Yetzirah to to to, uh, to put his claws into you, his tentacles, and once he gets his claws and tentacles, every day he gets worse and worse. It makes it more difficult. Shemarit says, Elakim and who's that Kodesh Baruch Hu? Your Yetzirah, your Nefesh Olikis, your God, your soul. My son, if this Yetzirah ever attacks you, pull him into Beis Medrash. If the Yetzirah is like a stone, in other words, cold, then it'll melt and you'll warm up to either guy. Im Barzalu, if it's like a it's like a piece of metal that's a divider doesn't let you get involved in each guy at all. In other words, misplaces it. Misplaces means it will it will break apart. Shemar says, "Halakoyd water cage." My words are like fire. And Umashem says, "Hashem, ukepatish yepatish." Like a big machlek is a taste of the Rashi had a shot. Whether kepatish yepat because literally reading sounds like the hammer breaks the stone. But the marshal is that the hammer itself will break. So Rashi learns Kipashi that the cellar will break the hammer. It says, if it's a stone, it will melt. It will disintegrate. Anybody starts to go drink water. You know that stones get disintegrated by water. Well, see, you should marry a woman. A father has an obligation to marry a woman. How do I know? We know. It says, take women. Yimmy says, take women. Take women. And they will give birth, sons and daughters. Then take for your sons, Nashi. So the chiv on the father for his son. Father and son. And the daughters give to men. And this part is hard to understand. It's up to you, know, your son, you go out there and look for a wife. It's the boys looking for the girls. What can you do? You have to wait for the phone calls to come in. You have a chiv to give her and dress her. You have the chiv to give a dowry and to dress her and cover her to look, she should look very pretty. People will desire her. So you have a chiv to, to make her stand out so people will want her. Now, there's a shame you want to know why a woman and mothers have the chiv. So they want to use the same logic as before. Whoever has the mitzvah of pidyon ben has the mitzvah to be paid other. The mitzvah, the mila, since she does not have the mitzvah puravu, she doesn't have the mitzvah to make others have a mitzvah puravu. Others say, but first of all, a girl also has no mitzvah puravu. She's like her mother. So how come the father has to marry off the daughter? Svetans, there's a mitzvah shevis. The woman has a mitzvah shevis. The woman has a saxe mitzvah. And according to Yechon Baruch that says that a woman has a mitzvah puravu is nachman. And the Ran says it's a svara. Doesn't say what the sword is. The passion of the sword is that that we had in the beginning of revolution. It's the man who goes out there and and, and fights the wars. So therefore, in, in practice, who's the one who you know goes out there? It's the man. So therefore, the man is the one who's capable of doing. You can't put a achiv on a woman that's not really her her thing to go out there and 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 look. Maybe that's what shot is. Anyway, thank you. further. Um. Because everything else is under the father, so probably it's also the father. You should see out, look out, life with the woman that you love. So two ways of understanding women. It's a metaphor. Is not a metaphor, just the wife itself. Look for a life with a livelihood. Chaim means a livelihood with this woman. You have a mitzvah to, to make your son get married to a woman. You got to teach him how to make a life with the, with the wife. And in Tadi, and if Isha means Tadi, to teach your son Tadi, it says, you have a chiv to teach him Tadi, so too you have a chiv to 
teach him a trade. Chaim is a trade. In Tracy's Yishon, we had a Yom of the I think, on the base on the bottom, where there's a big machleks of Tam and others. Whenever it says im, so which is the tuffle, which is the ikir, which is secondary, which is the main? So the main times of the big chiddush there when it says in Pirkei Avos that teira im der cheres abein atam says whenever it says im it's the second thing that's the most important. So teira im der cheres means the most important thing is you should have a panos, and then and, and, and you should then learn teira make sure you learn teira as well. And like one of the additional thing it says for those people who learn only four hours a day, that's what the abein atam was talking to. So uh, okay, that's uh, whatever. Others learn from that. In fact, they use that as an eye for care. That im, the first one is the most important thing, and the second one isn't. So then you go back to this posse, and you got to work it out. So they chayim misha. What's the most important thing in a person's life? Is panosa or his family? So if you learn at bay time, im isha isha is the most important thing. Family comes before everything else. But if you look at the other rishonim, the panosa comes before family. That's a bit hard to understand. But anyway, that's... and okay, let's continue. Um, teach him how to swim. My time used to because it's important for his livelihood. Or I told you before how to how to work. If you taught him, my benai, my benayu. Everyone agrees that you have to teach him a trade. He just adds that if you don't teach him, it's like a geneva. What's he adding? Very interesting. What happens? You, you you put your son into business, but you don't teach him a profession. According to the comments, all right. According to Rabbi Huda, you have to teach him a profession because what happened? The business goes bechula. What happened? You go bankrupt. Once the kid can fall skills. back, he has no skills. So you got to teach him a profession. Then you go into business. Very interesting discussion. Very interesting argument. That whole case in New York right now is that's, that's what it's all about with the schools. Oh, the My the second part of the mission. That all the mitzvahs of the father and the son. What do you mean? Who's who are we addressing here? All those mitzvahs that evolve on the father to take care of his son, it's only in the father, not in the mother. All the mitzvahs that a child has to do to the father. It's the father, not the mother. Last and lovely. Side men and side women are chayim. So when it comes to that, boys and girls makes no difference. They should fear. They can't shine both. Only a man has the ability to do, not a woman. Because she's married to her husband. Um. One of the unfortunate, if I remember correctly, has a big problem. You know, the Inshkanaga brings down there's a mitzvah to honor your father in law. The mitzvah to honor your father in law. Or, or, since you have to have a good relationship with your wife, we want you to have a good relationship with her father. So we're saying over here that what, a woman doesn't have the ability, you know, if her husband says she has a mashur with her husband rather than to her own father. But since if, if she has a kibbut of, 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 of her own father, since you also have a chiv to honor her father, so if you hold like those paskim that say it's ma'atayda, how can you stop her when you yourself have a mitzvah to listen? And they don't really have an answer for that. What happened to the divorce? Then no difference to father and mother. Big machlek is a shaynin. So do you have the right then to choose who to listen to? 
which will that's what I'm another say. But some of the shayim say, no, you got to put the glass of water down in the middle. Let them fight it out because you're not allowed to choose sides. Forget about choosing sides. Who's writing whatever the other machlekesin? You're not allowed to choose sides because um, why give to the mother? Why give to the father? They're both equal now, and they're both asking for a cup of coffee. What do you do? So either you make two cups of coffee, you put it in the middle, or you make one cup. Hey, guys, fight it out. Tell them what we learned. Then my kabbalah says, "Mecha." It says, "No more pasi shiran your parents." Then it says, "Kabbalah Hashem mecha yishran Hashem mehoincha from your famegin from your um your assets." Others say, "I take mehoincha." You know whatever it is. Okay, maybe means your voice. Hishra kosher kibur of eni kamer makom. Al Gemara says they're both equal. Shami actually says that the Eibushter gives more covet, says more covet to the parents than the Eibushter. Why? Nemar ish ima vavitro, but nemar says Hashem mekatida. But I say tavod. Hishra kosher maros of eni lemaros hamakom. The Eibushter makes them equal. Now. The the the, the chinuch writes the whole basis for the mitzvah of kivur of the aim. Why is it even a mitzvah? It's a, it's a it's a rational thing. I mean, it's a logical thing. Of course, they'll honor your parents. They give you food. They think he said the reason of the mitzvah is to train you to to appreciate someone that gives you things that you didn't have. If you if you do kivur of aim, the you also do kivur of the abish as well. It's like a stepping stone. Never said mekal the Nema, and that's why according to Chinuch, it makes sense why Kibbutz Aim is on the right side of the Luchas, which is Ben Adam Lamakim. When everyone asks, it should be on the left side, Ben Adam Chaveri. No, it isn't. It's part of Ben Adam Lamakim. And when it comes to Kibbutz cursing, the same thing. Tell you shouldn't curse your parents. It's the same thing. Cursing your parents, cursing your parents is the same thing. But if you hit your parents, obviously you can't compare to Abish. The Chaim Bedin because all three are the partners. Don't know what we learned. Three partners and a person that got his Baruch the Abish, the Aviv, the father, the Ima, the mother. When a parent honors his parents, if you honor each other, it's as if they live amongst you. Because there's three partners in a person. They, then the parents will give the flesh and blood, and then the Abish gives them the shaman. Tomorrow I'll tell you a very nice story in which you find Shalom Bet. Tanya, we learned, naturally a mother, a child gives more honor to his mother to his father because the mother's always so good. It's the father who constantly disciplines, and the mother's always, you know, nice. She, she, she always encourages you, and so on. When it comes to Kibbutz, it says first the father because that has to be a mitzvah. You have to go, mitzvah means naturally you wouldn't do it and I have to make you do it. And therefore, I gotta say, keep it up. You need to sort of force yourself a bit more. Uh, same thing is, generally, you're more scared of your father because he can give you a patch than your mother. Because he teaches you a But as a result of that, sometimes he has to discipline you. That's what Abish decided to, to be mocked him. The Moira aim to the Moira of. When it comes to fear, it meant, again, something which is not natural. We'll stop over here.